Hello and welcome to episode 65 of Adventures in Podcasting and this is day 27th of Napod Pomo, <laughs> National Podcasting Posting Month. I think that's it. I hope I got it right. Wow. Day 27 and I am recording on the 27th of November 2023 and I think it's the first time in a while that I've recorded on the day on which the episode is due to go out. I've managed to be ahead of myself, podcasters. If we haven't met before, my name is Pilar Orti, and these episodes are quite short and they focus on one aspect of podcasting. And today I'm not going to do that. <laughs> Just realized what I set myself up for. I want to talk about something that's related to podcasting. I think if you're just here for some company, I don't think you mind me sharing something a little bit tangential. If you are here for the podcasting stuff, I'm sure you can take something from it that is applicable to podcasting because I am going to talk about the creative process of writing nonfiction. Those of you who know me, and I know there are many of you might know that I've written lots of nonfiction of varying degrees. And I have, of course, over the last few years specialized in writing about remote work and leadership in organizations or in teams. And I have realized something, and it's that I've been trying to write one thing in the wrong genre. So <laughs> what do I mean by this? I'm actually, I've realized, a memoir writer. By that, I mean that writing for me and communicating about a subject comes from the need to share my own experiences and what I've learned through them and then pass that on to the reader so that they can make up their own mind what to do with the information. I am not the kind of writer that likes to write to tell you how to do something or to convince you of something. I'm not a persuasive writer at all. And, <laughs> and now I look back on my career. Yeah, I can see that, that I'm not, I'm not a persuader of any way. I have no interest in persuading anyone to do anything. I just tell you what I think about something and then you decide whether you want to act on it or not. And of course, this as a trainer and as a speaker is a terrible thing. Anyway, so I've got a book that I that I think encapsulates this very well. And I think that's why it's the book that's done best, which is the A to Z of Spanish culture. And I talked about how that book actually got me into podcasting. You can check out one of the earlier Napod Pomo episodes for that. And the reason why it works, it's because it's a very short book with lots of chapters that, yes, tell you the reader about an aspect of Spanish culture, but it comes through my eyes. So, for example, there's a chapter which goes about... Uh, which is about the role of the monarchy in Spain. It's very, very short. And it talks about the role of the monarchy as I experienced it before, you know, for, for the first 25, 30 years of my life. And it, uh, it talks about the coup of the 23rd of February of 1980 something. I can't remember. Sorry. Where the whole country thought, Oh no, we're going back to being under military rule. And I tell you the story seen through my eyes, through someone who was probably not even 10 and remembering watching the images on TV and everything that was happening around me and the phone ringing in the house and people not knowing whether to send their children to school the following day. And that's why that book works. It's not work of literature. It doesn't give you the most amazing history of Spain, but it tells you how I experienced it. 
And most of what I've been trying to write later on hasn't been that. And I think that that's why I'm struggling, one, with a book that's been waiting to be released, well, to be written and released for like five years. And it's because I'm trying to do both. I'm trying to go down the memoir lane while doing a how-to that people want to buy. And that is it. I am done with that. So what I've done is I am writing two books at the moment. One is a how-to, but I'm writing it with ChatGPT. ChatGPT is fantastic at this kind of stuff because it has a wealth of information that it would take me me and anyone else ages to go through material. And it writes in a way that is a how-to way. And it writes that very well. So I'm working on that. It's a book on time management for remote workers. It's a subject I know a lot about, but to be honest, I would never sit down and write about it because my head's not been in the space for long enough and I don't do any productivity techniques or anything. I am, that's just not how I work. I think my mind is quite structured. So I'm managed to flex my day and still get stuff done, whether other people have maybe less structured mind or less time or less space to think and so need to be more structured in how they plan their day. So anyway, that's another another discussion. So I'm writing that and then on the side, I'm writing another book that was prompted by playing with ChatGPT, but that has gone more into a personal reflection. And this is my book on Shakespeare, um, or not, not on Shakespeare, using Shakespeare having put the Shakespeare through ChatGPT and asked it to butcher <laughs> the scene or the monologue to reflect an aspect of remote work. And now I'm writing essays around that aspect and they are memoir. They are not how-to. I tried that. It wasn't working. They're not like a global vision of what is going on in the topic. No, it's the topic as I have experienced it and as I want to tell you. It's my views, it's my experience, and that's where I'm going. Since I've decided that, that that piece was a memoir, I'm getting down to writing it. Again, I was procrastinating so much. And this is really interesting that working with ChatGPT and knowing why I'm working on that book with ChatGPT has allowed me to be very strict with myself and saying, or very honest with myself, and really understand who I am as a writer. I do have a memoir, by the way, don't let me forget. Um, what's it called? Hi, I'm here for a recording. That's my story as a voiceover artist. I'm so proud of that. It could probably do with some kind of rewrite, because I'm a better writer now. I can see, well, at least I can spot edits that are needed more now. It doesn't mean that's made me a better writer, but I, I'm a better editor now than I was then. It's a great book. I'm so proud of it. It's really cheap. You can get it in paperback and in ebook form. Hi, I'm here for a recording, The Ordinary Life of a Voiceover Artist. Sorry, sorry for that aside. But where I was going with this is that I enjoyed writing that book. It took me a while, but I loved it. I'm very proud of it. And I'm over 50 now, which is not a lot, but it means... I've been thinking about the same kind of stuff for a very long time, not just remote work, but how we work in organizations, how we lead teams, how we communicate, collaborate, the world of work, what work should be, all of this. Even when I was running the theater company, I was thinking about all this already. Even when I was little, I think I was probably thinking about this already, but didn't know it. So 
it makes sense to come at it from a personal space. Right. I'm going to start wrapping up so that you can come back tomorrow and listen to more that I have to say. I think this is also interesting for podcasters. And it's as a podcaster as well. I'm trying to decide where to go next with, well, with adventures in podcasting. And I will tell you a little bit more about that in a future episode. And also with 21st century work life, which, as I've been saying, I'm going to broaden out to the wider world of work. And I also want to bring more of me into it, more solo episodes, short, a bit like these, one topic where I just synthesize what's been going on and try and give it a little bit of a personal spin. All right. I would love to hear what you think of all this and whether this is something that you've thought of as a podcaster or not, or as a writer, because many people do both. Many people do both writing and podcasting, especially if they're freelance. So p at adventuresinpodcasting.com or adventuresinpodcasting.com. There's a contact form there. Thank you for listening. And by the way, I keep forgetting to tell you this, just a reminder that on the 30th of November at 7 o'clock UK time, Stephanie Future and I will be on YouTube talking about what we've learned through Napod Pomo. I hope you can join us. Link in the show notes. That's it for today's thoughts and adventures in podcasting. I would love to hear your thoughts. So if you want to get in touch, head over to adventuresinpodcasting.com. My name is Pilar Orti. Thank you for listening. Keep podcasting. Mm-hmm.